Welcome to Monday Movie Night Raw, the comedy podcast about WWE studio movies. I'm your host, Miles Platt. Uh, we got a good show for you today. It's going to be really fucking crazy. Um, if you want to borrow my copy of The Scorpion King on DVD, then um, email me at mmnrpodcast at gmail.com and I'll mail it to you and you can uh, watch it, enjoy it, and then mail it back to me all free of charge. I'll pay for the shipping. So. We've got a really great guest here today, talented artist, very funny person, uh, Jack Johnson, joining us remotely. Hi, Jack. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Going pretty well. Been outside all day. No, oh, yeah. Not doing much anymore. <laughs> so for this episode, we watched the movie No One Lives, which you picked. I did pick that. Um, what made you pick the movie? Um, honestly, I like I started to go through the list, and um, you had told me all the movies were like WWE movies. Um, and it was like the second one that I clicked on, and I read the synopsis, and I was like, this is probably the one that I'll enjoy the most. Right. The synopsis from IMDb is a gang of ruthless highway killers kidnap a wealthy couple traveling cross country only to shockingly discover that things are not what they seem. So is that a lie or is that actually what happens? <laughs> that's exactly what happens. Like it's, that's a very accurate synopsis of a movie. But were they a wealthy couple? They just seemed like. Oh, oh, I didn't hear you say wealthy. Yeah. Um, I mean, like he has some pretty like high grade like equipment that he uses in the movie so he probably has some money that's, that's true. true he's got like harpoons and like um like, doesn't he have like he has bombs he does yeah he has like a nail bomb that he shoots off yeah like there's an explosion like he's got some sorts of bombs I, it's probably not legal but right um yeah but then there is that actual wealthy couple at the beginning of the movie that the like highway killers murder mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, yeah. i love um i love the high i think the highway killers are i mean oh I'm sorry. no go ahead sorry I thought you were gonna say oh i uh, the highway are the stars of the movie to me besides um who was the actress she was she's the blonde girl that's oh, in his trunk. Yeah, Adelaide Clemens. Yeah, I, she was a star, but I love, I love Adelaide the girl Clemens. from Nesdy Classified. Yes, and Moe's from Nesdy Classified is in the movie, too. Um, <laughs> so Adelaide Clemens, who plays the main girl, the blonde one, she was in a show called Rectify on Sundance for a long for three seasons, and I really liked her on that. That's what I know her from. Um, yeah. Mo, I was not expecting to see Moe's from fucking Nezzy Classified in the movie. It was such like a curveball to me. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> it, I felt like she was playing the same character just grown up. Yeah, so her name's Lindsay Shaw, and she's on Grey's Anatomy and Pretty Little Liars, too. So she's like, she works. She's pretty iconic. And she was in 10 things I hate about you also, right? I was she? So. I never saw it. I've never I'm seen that sure movie, so... Not even um, and then the other main guy, Luke Evans, who so plays I think the, she's on the cover. She's on the cover, but she's not in the movie. Yes. Um, Luke Evans, the other main actor, he's um, 
he plays Gaston in Beauty and the Beast, the like remake. That's really funny. He, I thought he was one of the wrestlers. No, so the wrestler this week is Brodus Clay, who's like the big guy, Ethan. He dies pretty early on. Oh yeah, yeah, the guy that kills, um, kills the guy that's like favorite girl. Right, Betty. Like the one that like sets him off. Because yeah, it seems he... like he cares a lot more about her. Yeah, he cares a lot more about her than he cares about Adelaide Clemens. Yeah, well, it, she keeps he keeps her in a trunk, and then his other girlfriend he likes. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to say about Brodus Clay, the wrestler of the week, um, he goes by Tyrus on WWE. Um, apparently he turned into like a, like a conservative, like, um, <laughs> like talking head. He's like a commentator and like co-host of a show called UnPC. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. That's, so, that's, um, that's an interesting term. UnPC, yeah. That feels very like that, um, whoever that guy was, I don't really know what he did. I thought he was like a YouTube personality or something. That Joey Salads guy that like, he was just like, he, like an idiot. And then suddenly he was like uber right wing extremist, like running for. Yeah, Joey Salads made those super stupid videos where it'd be like, he'd like tell a girl that she's beautiful and then like get in his like Lamborghini and she'd be like, Oh my God, like, wait, I didn't mean to diss you. Like you're so rich and cool. And they're like, obviously fake. Yeah. And then he like peed in his own mouth. Fuck that. What the hell? I know there's a video of him doing it because people like post it when he like posts some idiotic, like vitriol. Like they'll be like, you literally peed in your own mouth. Dude. You're literally a mouth pisser. So. On camera. <laughs> Um, yeah, Bro- Brodus Clay, he was also accused of um, sexual harassment by his co-host, Britt McHenry, in 2019. So he's canceled. Yeah. That's, that doesn't seem surprising. Um, I don't know. That, that doesn't shock me, I'll say. He looks me. <laughs> I right. don't know. Oh. He's a wrestler, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh... So, well, the re- I remember when you picked this movie, I was like, oh, I'm really excited we're doing this one finally because this movie was actually like the reason I started the podcast because I um, saw this is the first WWE movie I ever saw. Uh, I was watching it with this guy that I was seeing on his couch, and then the WWE logo came up at the very beginning, and I was like, wait, they like have a film production company? And then we watched the movie, and it was pretty bad, frankly. And I was yeah. like, this is perfect for like a a movie podcast or like a a bad movie riff podcast. Oh yeah, I like I like I I did take some notes on like some really quotable moments that happened early in the film. Of course, I don't have them with me, but like just the dialogue between like characters was hilarious, like thoroughly from start to finish. It's really fucked. It's there's so many good one-liners, especially Flynn, the like loose cannon. He has the best one-liners. He does. He he really does. And like, I feel like I there's know. like a sexual tension between Flynn and Denny because he's like, if I if I wanted to hear from an asshole, 
I'd rip you a new one and like tells him that he's going to like <laughs> turn his ball sack into a bean. And I'm like, why are you talking about like his hole and his ball sack all the time? Like flinch. There's chill. a lot of like, it's pretty gay. <laughs> Is this an LGBT <laughs> movie? WWE exclusively makes like pro LGBT propaganda movies. Right. Um, um, Denny, Denny is like Moe's from it's um Lindsay Shaw's dad, right? Denny's the like kid, the one that's fucking Lindsay oh, Shaw. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the dad's name yeah, is that's even weird. and oh, yeah. So I'm thinking we can just do like a kill count, just kind of go through the movie and like track all the different kills. And um, wait, do you have any idea how many people oh, yeah, die in I this movie? Revisit those. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have um, any idea? How, yeah, sorry. Um, I think, like, I mean, it, at least, like, at least 10 people. Is that your guess, 10? That's my guess, because I know, like, basically everybody dies. I mean, it's in the title. Right, spoiler, no one lives. But then some people do live, so. Yeah, that's true. The blonde, Adelaide. Spoilers. So, all right. Sorry. So the movie opens and we see um, Adelaide Clemens like running through the woods and then she gets like pulled up on this wire and she's hanging by her feet from a tree and she carves into the tree Emma alive. So then we see the title card. Cool. The font's okay. I don't hate it. And then um, Driver and Betty, they're like going to stay at like a motel for the night. And then we find out from the TV that there's a a girl named Emma Ward who's been missing for six months. Um, there's also a group of robbers, like we mentioned, and they kill the three uh, rich family members while they're uh, trying to like rob them of their house. They shoot, uh, Flynn shoots them through the windshield. Mm-hmm. So that's kill count three. We got three, mom, dad, son, uh, the Cleavers oh. were, were their last name. Uh, so then Luke Evans says that he's hungry and he, he says it, he delivers this line so weird. He's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, please relax. So then they go to this motel and, um, or sorry, to this restaurant where the uh, highway robbers are also there. And all right, Flynn um, crashes the car off of the highway and <laughs> kidnaps them. And then Brodus Clay's got a knife to uh, driver's wife's throat. And then, um, oh, the main character's name is Driver, but it's never said that um, Luke Evans, his character's name is Driver. But it doesn't come yeah, up. It's only in the credits. It doesn't come up in the movie. So they got her tied up in some warehouse somewhere. and um, Or like a, I don't know, a barn. And so she throws her neck at the knife to like chop her own head off. So that's kill count four. So then, oh, this is my favorite one. When Driver puts the handcuffs through Brodus Clay's mouth to like. That's a that's a very unique, like method of killing a person. There's a lot of unique killing methods in this movie. There are. They're all very different. Yeah. So he locked. He like puts the cuff over his in through his mouth, and then puts the other one on like a pole or something, and then stabs him in the head. I'm assuming. So yeah, definitely. I thought it was the coolest part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that's five, five dead. 
And that's pretty early in the film. Yeah, we're like not very far in at this point. So we're like maybe like thirty minutes, in. maybe less. Yeah, I think it's like within the first twenty minutes. Like we got five dead, baby. Um, Flynn ends up finding Emma in the trunk, like we said, uh, in the car that he stole from Driver and Betty. And so she, he brings her back to the house, Hogue's house, where Lindsay Shaw is too. That's her dad's house. And there's this really bizarre line. Emma asks them if they're all fucking uh, R word. And I'm like, what is going on with. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who wrote wrote that? It's a little bit messy. I mean, it's it's a WWE movie, I guess. That word is still pretty popular. 2014, I think this movie came out. Oh, 2012, it came out. Um, okay, yeah, that word was in like that was, word was. It was very in vogue at that time. In 2012, yeah, it was in. It was. Scandalous. So Emma spits in Amber's face. Amber is Lindsay Shaw, and I just feel like if someone spat in my face, I would lose my mind. Like I, I, it, that's the one thing that would break me. Like I would snap and probably start. Like my eyes would turn red, and I would like get really pissed if somebody because. I feel like even if somebody punched me, I wouldn't be as upset as if someone spit on me. It seems like the most disrespectful thing you could do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that would set me off, personally. Have you ever been spat on before? No. I've not been spat on. Have you? No. I just think it would... I, hypothetically, it would make me lose my mind. Mm-hmm. It's very degrading. So Emma's like a trained assassin or something. She's like very skilled. Yeah, because she's been being like trained by, um, by driver, right? Yeah, right. Driver's like training her to be this like very, um, very uh, like uh, she's not like a killer necessarily, but she's good at fighting. It's kind of like a Mister and Missus Smith situation, it seems like, or like that's the desired goal. Yeah. Okay, I can see that because like he's training her to be like him. But then he does set her free. Okay, so the way Driver gets to um, the house, he puts himself inside of Brodus Clay's dead body. Very Star Wars. Is it that? Don't they do that in that movie? Yeah, uh, Luke Skywalker, when, right? Doesn't he climb inside a... He's in an animal, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they bring the body back to the house, and then... Uh, driver just like emerges from it and like be- <laughs> so, yeah. which was really metal i thought that was a really cool part that was that was like the best entrance into like the house that he could have gotten that i could have hoped for one i think that's a pretty iconic moment because it's on like uh, some of the movie posters too like him all bloody standing there oh yeah yeah oh yeah. so um driver loads up a bow and arrow from the shed outside the robbers load up their guns so it's on they're like it's gonna be like a shootout or something people are gonna be dying it's gonna get crazy uh hope goes outside and who's he's like the 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 daddy the like daddy robber the older he's papa robber papa robber that's him so he goes outside and is harpooned and dragged into the woods so he's caught and then driver blows up their van that's out front. Mm. So oh yeah, a, there is an explosion, which is very cool. And then we cut to 
um there's like a meat grinder i don't know if there's like a meat factory what's going on there but driver has hogue tied up hanging from his feet over like these spinning blades like a meat grinder oh yeah the meat grinder um, that's a great touch for me but what where would this come from what is this house that they're at yeah that is i mean there's a lot of plot holes like they look like they're just on like a family ranch but when did it become a slaughterhouse like like where did they get that I mean, all right, we could roll with it. So if it's like a farm, they could have like a butcher process, like a meat processing area. That's true. So I mean, it's, I, po- it's plausible. Yeah, I can roll with it a little. But, the, uh, but to I, think I, that it would still be functioning when they're not even using it anymore, I doubt. Yeah, when, they're, when their profession is robbing. Yeah, their profession is robbing, not meat packaging, meat processing. Not at all. It doesn't make much sense. So he drops him into the meat grinder so he's dead so we're kill- our kill count's at six so we're getting up there mm. um then we get this flashback moment which uh is interesting it's between driver and emma and driver leaves the door to the like prison cell or whatever he's got her locked in uh unlocked then slits his own throat and then Emma chooses to save him instead of just leaving. So I guess this like proves supposed to prove that like Emma loves Driver or something. I don't know. It's really toxic. I I didn't really understand that yeah. flashback. Or it's like conditioning to her to to like save it to need him. Right. It, it's definitely like some weird grooming thing, and I feel bad. I really feel bad for Emma. Oh yeah. Especially because we learned that like. She's just this random girl that he kidnapped and like murdered all of her friends. Yeah, that is really nuts. We get that in the flashback too. We get that, or not even in the flashback. Like the robbers somehow like piece together that she's this girl that was kidnapped and that there's a reward. Right. So Amber had been watching like American crimes on television and she recognized emma from that program and they're big yeah like you said they want the reward why in the world would they they look really suspicious if they're like oh we found her in the woods and they're like criminals themselves i just feel like they would just get wrapped up in the conspiracy at that point they're not getting a reward for that exactly like they're convinced that they're gonna get money for that's like no yeah exactly it's a it's a definitely not a good plan though i'm glad they keep emma alive it'd be fucked up if they killed her it would be. I, I would probably stop watching. Exactly. Really, we are I, watching the movie. Like, for, like, she's the best part. She kind of is because she has, like, like, she has like such an attitude towards the robbers because she literally, like, she has the code to survive. She or she thinks she does, and they literally ignore her, and then they all die. Yeah, they exactly. She tells them to all stay in the house and stick together, and they don't do that, and they all die. I mean, believe. <laughs> I it it feels like a believe women moment. Exactly, believe women. If they believe if they believed if, if they believed her, they would be alive. Um. So I wanted to dwell on this next moment because it's between Amber and Tam- uh, Tamara, the other woman in the group. And it's iconic. Okay. So Tamara says to Amber, no one ever gives a shit what you think. 
And then Amber says, listen, bitch, just because my old man is giving you the deep dicking doesn't make you my mother. And with him dead, that pretty much makes this my house. So why don't you shut the fuck up or get the fuck out? Ooh. That was, that was a moment. That's like, that, that's just like, why do you want, what kind of dynamic is going on there? It's right. I don't know. When did, where'd the mother thing come from? I don't really think Tamara was trying to be like a mother figure to Amber. I think, I mean, it's hard to speak for a fictional character, but it's like, this is a really fucked up situation from the get go. Maybe she's just like, she means she thinks she's a mother. I don't know. Yeah. It's the only mother figure she has. Well, she is all right. She is kind of a motherly figure, I guess, because she like helps Denny when he's like bleeding out. Yeah, that's true. That's like one. Maybe is a little problematic. Like that like the oh, yeah. I mean, group is a motherly figure. Yeah, that's true. It's like anyway. There's a knock at the door, so they all go to the door. Outside, driver t- too easy. Tied a bag full of Hogue's guts and blood to the porch, and his ring is tied to it, too. And Amber's like, oh, my God, that's my dad's ring. So then the guts, like, spill all over the place, and everyone's screaming. It's really brutal. I feel awful yeah. for Amber that she has to see her dad's guts spilling everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is, that is really fucked up. I didn't even, like, think about that. I was just more thinking. I guess I, I was just thinking, like, oh, wow, like... He's dead. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about like, oh, this is like, she's like looking at her dad's like mangled guts. <laughs> exactly. It's really, I feel awful for Amber. It's horrible. Yes. Like, it's like not like she can do anything. Like, those are literally his guts. Like, he's dead. Yeah. I would be very, really upset if my dad had been grinded in a meat grinder and then his guts were put in a bag. Me too. I, I don't think I would recover from that. So, like we said, Denny got hit with like a nail gun or nail bomb, a bomb full of shrapnel. I don't know what was going on, but something exploded and hit him in a bunch of places. So, him and Amber are going to go out to the Jeep because Amber's had it. She's sick of this shit to try to fix it, even though the Jeep's been broken down for a year, they said. So, they get it running. They get the Jeep running, but driver ends up smashing Denny's face into the engine of the car like making him bleed and there's blood it flies all over amber through the car window somehow so amber runs away uh, presumably denny is dead but um actually get a fake out later that he's actually still alive um because tamara and flynn and emma go out to the jeep to leave but then um flynn pulls denny off the engine and he's still alive he's breathing so uh, but like barely, he's barely, barely breathing. Yeah, so this was kind of rude at that point. Oh yeah. Like, like why is he still like, why is he still suffering? I feel awful. And then, so they put, um, they put Denny in the car and then they drive, um, they get away, but, um, oh, while they're driving away, um, Amber, who's been like harpooned or stabbed or something by driver is like running around bleeding and they end up hitting her with the car. They kill Amber. 
I remember that. She literally, she doesn't even die by the hand of the killer. She dies because of her negligent friends. It's horrible. That is really sad. So, uh, kill counts at seven now. We're working our way up. Close to my prediction. Close to your prediction, yeah. We'll see how close you get when we get to the end. Um, How close you were. Um, Maybe you got it. Maybe there'll be a prize in store for you. Uh, Driver's walking on the road assumingly towards where the jeep drove off to and then he gets pulled over by like our i mean a bunch of frat boys pull over and ask him if he needs a ride and so he gets into the car with them and then does he kill them i don't really know like i feel like it just cuts to later in the movie and drivers like at the um yeah it seems like it seems like he doesn't kill without reason so i'm inclined to believe that they survived like he just hitched a ride yeah, like he's oper- he's an opportunist. Right. Okay. I can see it. I was really I was I was afraid for those frat boys, but it ended up being okay. Supposedly. I mean, we really didn't see. I in this movie, I really think if somebody's not shown to die, then we can assume they're alive. Yeah. So Flynn gets a room at the same motel as Driver and Betty got earlier in the movie, and he uses Driver's credit card to get the room which the owner of the motel finds suspicious because he recognizes the card and so he calls the cops and then later in the motel room a driver climbs through the bathroom window and strangles Tamara in the shower and then like strings her up with the shower curtain so she's got like her arms up like a crucifixion and her titties are out very R-rated um, and then she comes to, mm-hmm. this. this is insane to me. She comes to, she's like alive still. She's like, <gasps> sits up and like is breathing and Flynn shoots her in the head. Yeah, that, <coughs> it feels more malicious than it does. Like, like, I, like they didn't care enough to like put like the kid, the young dude out of his misery. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like he hated her. Yeah, because she's she looks fine for the most part. Like she's not bleeding. I think she's just dead. Yeah, or got like knocked out from being because he strangled her, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because Denny, I could see why they would want to like put her put him out of his misery. Mm -hmm. But they didn't do that. For the record, they dropped him off at the hospital Mm -hmm. to be taken care of. Okay. Um. So Flynn shot her in the head. So kill counts at eight. Is Flynn the the villain here? I feel like he's almost worse than Driver. Or they're like equally bad. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely on a similar playing field. I think I think Driver just has the initiative to do what he wants to do and Flynn doesn't. Yes. Uh okay. Because they both definitely hate women. True. There is a lot of misogyny in this movie. This is what I'm saying. Uh yeah. Tamara is like the one woman in the group and she's like caring for Denny the whole time and like is like just like a sex object and like a mother figure the whole time. Adelaide exactly. Clemens, Emma Ward is this kidnapped and brutalized, tortured mentally and physically woman who I mean she gets her just desserts at the end. You know, she ultimately comes out on top. But she's the only yeah. one worth rooting for. Everybody else except for maybe Amber cuz she didn't really do anything wrong. Felt bad for her. Yeah. I did feel bad for her. I was sad because, I mean, she was just a daughter. 
Exactly. Her dad was just a criminal. It wasn't her fault. Yeah. So the cops show up at the motel, or one cop does, and uh, to check on things, make sure everything's cool. And Flynn shoots him through the door. So he's dead now, too. So kill count's at nine, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so Emma and Flynn run out of the motel room. It's just the two of them left and Driver. And Emma starts shooting at Driver. This is crazy. And But then she misses all of the shots. Not very good shots, but... Yeah. This is hilarious to me. She runs back into the motel room and then screams and dives through a glass window <laughs> to get outside. Yeah, that... That doesn't really track for me. <laughs> no, me neither. It's wild. And just why? Like, what's the point? of? Why not just keep running around the side of the building? You're already outside. Yeah, it feels like it feels like there were different options. But I guess like. I mean, I don't know. If you're she's a tra- been, Yeah, she's like a she's been like under. Does. Exactly. And she's been like under like she's been like kidnapped and like hell this entire time she's probably not in like the best best position to be making like intelligent decisions right right um so emma gets cornered by driver out in the back of the motel area and uh she says she she says she's done running and then driver says then come to me so she does but then she pistol whips him in the head iconic Mm-hmm. Flynn appears. You thought Flynn was gone. No siree. Flynn appears and shoots Driver with a shotgun. What the heck? I'm wondering where he got the shotgun and probably from the cop car, maybe. But anyway. Um, so but Driver's fine somehow. He didn't actually get hurt from this gun wound. He had a vest. Oh, he had did he have a, a Tevlon? He had a bulletproof vest. Okay, I see, I see. Um see, smart guy, smart guy. So exactly. he's thinking. Then driver and um, they're he's so he's fine. They start having hand to hand combat, Flynn and driver, and they struggle. It's a it's a struggle, and they're like it's like kung fu. They're like swinging around. They're doing like flips and shit. Maybe not flips, but definitely some spins and some like. There's like a pond. There's like a puddle because I know they get in the mud. (laughs) Yes, they go mud in. They get they go (laughs) mud wrestling. They hop in that pond. Had to get the wrestling in since it's a WWE movie. Exactly. Got exactly. Got to get that combat in. So, um, Flynn gets the shotgun back and is about to shoot Driver when Emma hits Flynn over the head with something and grabs the gun herself because uh, she's gonna kill Driver, not Flynn. He doesn't get the satisfaction. She's gonna do it. So Driver tells Emma to pull the trigger and she says gladly and pulls it, but nothing happens. It just clicks. So Driver says. It's a pump action for a reason. So with he pulls it from her hand, and then with his, the same hand, he like does the pump action and then spins the gun around and shoots it, but just like next to her head, which was really badass, to be honest. It was a pretty good piece of choreography. Yeah, it so was. He, she fucked up. She should have known she got to pump that thing. But really, I don't know anything about guns at all. So like, I, I probably would have just pulled the trigger too. Yeah, I... I don't know a thing about guns either, so I could not tell you, unfortunately. Uh, we forgot to mention that Emma had this scar on her waist or like her stomach area. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right. the scar, like they like make reference to it earlier mm-hmm. in the film, but we don't know what just it's like, for, you know? exactly. So here driver stabs Emma right in her scar from earlier and reaches into the wound and pulls out this blinking tracking device. So, um, so I guess he was, well, he does have a tracking device earlier in the movie. So I guess this was supposed to be a big reveal, but we already knew he was tracking her somehow. I don't know. To me, this is kind of a muddled moment in the movie. I didn't really get the significance of it. Like why they spent so much time setting it up. Yeah. Also, it doesn't seem like, yeah, he's very skilled, but like, does he really have the skills to like place a tracking device like inside of someone? In that it wouldn't, that would just work for all this time. I don't know. And like not interfere with like your biology, like your stuff going on, your organs and shit. (laughs) But I don't know. Driver's a really smart guy. So he's pretty, maybe he knew just where to put it. Mm -hmm. Um, He tells her it's time to set you free, he says. And then she's just laying there. And Driver takes his wallet back from uh flynn and then shoots flynn in the head and then the uh so that's kill count 10 okay we're at 10 and i think yeah so that was your guess 10 uh but the motel the motel owner sees him shoot flynn so then he gets shot too so we're at 11 so you were really you were close but um we're already going over the, the 10 mark what what took it over 10 the motel owner saw driver oh, shoot Flynn, so he shot. Yeah, I forgot about that. You can't. You can't. No survivors. No one loves. Exactly. That's how. And and to further exasperate this idea of no one lives, cut to the hospital. Denny's there recovering with his bandages on, but who's yep. the doctor? Driver. Driver's the doctor. Yep. I he forgot le- about that. Leans in towards Denny. And title drop, baby, he whispers, no one lives. Um, That's always satisfying. Is it, though? Do we like title drops? I find them so kind of cheesy. Well, they're corny. They're really corny, but, like, I would expect it for that movie. Yeah, this movie almost needed it. Uh, Actually, I think... is I, I used to think that there was, like, a law that every movie had to have their title in it at some point. I mean, it's something like to look forward to. I think I always thought it was like a copyright thing. Like they, li- like when I was a kid, like they literally had to do it, which is clearly not true. Yeah, definitely not. But do it a lot though. These WWE movies. Yeah, I mean, they have to name drop because nobody else is nobody else will. <laughs> no one else is ever going to talk about this movie again, except for me. To like, uh, except for us on this podcast. Yeah, for to a deep degree like way too much about it <laughs> so exactly driver stabs denny in the neck with the clipboard so he's dead too so the kill counts at 12 baby um so we so that's the that's the last kill of the movie so there's 12 people that die total so emma lives so does driver so not and the, there was not a mass extinction where everybody on Earth died, so people did live. Exactly. This like, title, most people lived. Live. Most people lived. Twelve against the seven billion people. Is that right? Seven billion. Yeah. Uh, people Somewhere on the set nine. Uh, I don't fucking know. Well, 
plenty of people did live, so the title's not totally accurate. Though I really do like the title. It's pretty like I, I feel like it draws you in, like you see it and you're like, oh, I could watch that. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's like, I mean, it's just kind of like a trashily done like slasher movie. Yeah. In and a way. It it is a slasher, it's a horror movie, but it's also like an action movie. There's a lot of like spy tech and like mm-hmm. robbing and stuff. It's not very like scary. It's not like set up to be like a scary it's genre bending. Is it genre bending? <laughs> mm. Maybe less s- artfully so, but it's um definitely an enigma of a film, I would say that much. Yeah. <laughs> uh as driver is leaving, an ambulance rushes up to the hospital with Emma in it. Oh, my God. She's been saved. She's been found. So she's, after all this time of being kidnapped, so she's wheeled out on the stretcher, goes into the hospital, and I don't think she makes eye contact with driver, but maybe she does. But he touches her hands. Do they touch hands? He touches her hand as he's walking out and she sees him. Ew, that is yeah. so creepy. That's something I do remember. That's like... It's like he set her free, but like it's like a reminder, like, I'm always here. Right. So why did he set her free? Like what was the idea? I that's a really good question. I I don't really know. I mean, probably he didn't plan for all of that killing. Not that it phased him that much, but he probably just thought like she's she's too defiant. I need a new person. Right, and after his body count for that night, I really think um, he probably was retiring from his killing mm-hmm. career. One can hope. We're hoping, but then are we supposed? Is it kind of supposed to leave us on a cliffhanger? Like it's like he's still around. Yeah. He's going to come back for her or something. Yeah, he'll probably. I mean, I would believe it that he would come back. But they were really rooting for a sequel with this one. I would love a sequel because I feel like they could do something with. Her, with her yeah I could, i'd love to see her as she's grown as a character this emma ward that we've come yeah. to know i'd love to see her become a killer oh okay heel turn yes all right yeah like i could I, see that i could see it too like she's been so traumatized and now she's a killer exactly kind of like girl with a dragon tattoo kind of thing i've never seen yeah. that movie so i don't know if that's accurate i saw one of the movies did you like it? I think it's a pretty good movie, supposedly. I enjoyed it, yeah. I watched it because of... I definitely watched it because, like, she's, like, intentionally, like, styled so weird. Oh, yeah, I love her with her, like, no eyebrows and her weird bangs. Yeah, she's, like, very, very, like... She's, like... Wh- where is the movie again? Is it in Iceland? Or, like, it's in, like, somewhere in Northern Europe. Yeah. yeah I think. If I can remember. It might be Iceland, it might be Norway, something like that, but she's just this, like, European goth. Right, and... Murderer. I know, she's definitely, like, a DIY kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She lives in Hamtramck. Yeah, she's, like, in Hamtramck. Uh, she's living she's that DIY life. She's like, Ham House. Yeah, she's going. She's got her house show this weekend. She's selling her zines there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would love to see a zine made by Driver. Yes, me too. I really want that for... What would or it, what, by... Um, I don't know what would be in it. Um, if there was a zine by Driver, what would it be? Would it be like him 
like telling people how to kill people? Would it be like an instruction manual? I think it'd be definitely instructional like that. <laughs> it'd be like the wiki how. Yeah. <laughs> With like the stock photos that are like drawn over. Exactly. He's like, here's like, how. Put nice hair. Yeah. Here's how you use a clipboard to cut someone's head off in the hospital. <laughs> wiki how. Just throw it really hard. To climb into a person's body to hide inside of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So, well, now, so we got to r- rate the movie. Uh, so, the way this works is there are five categories, and we rate each one individually to get us an overall score of zero to five. Okay. The movie is not, we don't rate the movies out of stars on the show. So we, every movie has a different thing it's rated out of. We usually to choose something from the movie. Uh, so you can just throw out some ideas. We can pick one. Uh, I was thinking uh, zero to five Brodus Clay's skin suits. That was when I was thinking <laughs> of. I don't know if you have any or if you just wanted to use that one. Um, yeah, we can use that one. I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, like, yeah, or, maybe uh, ju- go ahead. Like zero zero to five, like how like misogynistic this movie is. <laughs> zero to five, m- yeah, misogynistic movie. <laughs> this is, uh, how much how much this movie hates women? Yeah, true. Um, zero to five misogynist murderers. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, zero to five. How misogynistic is this movie? That's perfect. We'll do that one. Okay. Uh, okay. So the first category is believability so the way these work is you rate you give it a zero to one so a decimal point so if you want to give it a b for believability you give it a point eight you see what i mean okay so for believability it's like believability the world characters situations just like the overall plot and if you thought it was believable you can go first or i can you can go first so uh, for believability i'm gonna give it a I don't know, I guess like an 80% because it's not like unbelievable. Like you could do all these things to these people. I, like it's not. Yeah, I would, I would, I would probably give the same rating of a point eight just because like I, it's believable that something like that would happen. Like there's probably someone that has like held women and tried to like. Right. People have definitely like, been kidnapped and tortured. Yeah. And then multiple people, there's like killing sprees, like that has could definitely happen. Maybe not to like the artful degree as the movie, but like right. I mean, if you have the resources, it was definitely skillful. Yeah. Okay. So, um, point eight, we're both giving it for believability. Two is costumes. So, uh, anything that you thought was good, bad. For me, with costumes, I think a lot of times they shouldn't stand out. That's what makes good costumes. But yeah. Yeah, I, I loved the blood costume when he was just covered in the wrestler's blood. Yes, I did like that. I would give them... I mean, it, does it say where the film is, like, set? It doesn't say in the movie where it's set. It's just kind of it just like... It feels like the South. It's definitely Southern. It's like this kind of rural farm, two-lane highway yeah. kind of vibe. I would give them... I would give them, like... I would give them a one, man. Like, I would say 100%. everything that everyone... Everything they wore was pretty believable. Yeah, uh, but were they, like, I don't know. Were the costumes any good, though? They were kind of just, like, seems like yeah, t-shirts okay. and shit. 
That's true. So I guess like if I'm if I'm wanting, yeah, okay, maybe like maybe like point five. You went down a whole half a point from one one to fifty percent. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you know, duality of man. That's just like how how it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I was I I changed my mind. Um, I'll give it up sixty percent just to be a little nice. So that's a point five five because we do an average between our two scores. This is a democratic show, people. We are, we are, we are, this is, we're unionizing. Everybody gets a say here. Everybody gets a podcast. Every, yeah, you get a podcast. Well, you can, ha- you could start one if you wanted, listener. You should. Everybody should have one. Okay, so um, three is dialogue. So <laughs> did you like the dialogue or <laughs> did you hate it? <laughs> I liked how bad the dialogue was. Um, so if I was going to honestly rate it, I would probably give it like a point two. Yeah, it's pretty fucking abysmal and no one's likable. There's nothing like redeemable about anything any of these characters do. No, they're mean to each other. There's these cheesy one liners all the time. It's just it's depressing. Mostly it's not even like an enter- it's almost not entertaining. It's just depressing. This whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will agree with you. I'll give it a point two. So, point two for dialogue. All right, four is acting, and with acting comes reacting. So, what you thought of people's acting, if it was good, if you thought people overreacted or underreacted to things. They're definitely getting, like, a point one on the acting. Wrestlers are not actors. Really? Because I would totally disagree. I felt like the actors did pretty well with what they had in the movie. That's fair. Because Adelaide mm. Clemens is pretty... She's definitely the best. Yeah, she and her lines are fucking abysmal. They're, like, such a bummer. Like, she yeah. she has these, like, really, like, con- like, contrived lines where it's, like, almost, she's, like, reading Shakespeare, it sounds like, or something. She's, like, yeah. first there's one, then there's three, and with three comes numbers, and with numbers comes killing. And I'm, like, what are these, what are you making this woman say? But she does okay. it with conviction, and she, like, seems to... I think she brings a lot of truth to her yeah. delivery. Maybe I'll bump it up to like a point three. <laughs> okay. For her. Um, and I think Luke Evans is a pretty good actor too. The driver. I think he's sure. definitely like a movie star. Yeah. He he looked like one of the wrestlers to me, but like he's not. Oh yeah. He's definitely hot. Um, I think he's probably too hot to be a wrestler. Yeah, that's true. So I'm going to give it a point seven for acting. A C. C average. Not Dennis. bad. I have to do the math on that real quick because I don't know what point three um, plus point seven divided. Point three point seven. It's point six it... five. Okay. Is that right? No. That sounds wrong, but it's totally wrong. Plus point point three plus point seven equals one. Five. Wait, seven, right? eight, nine, ten. One, and then divided by two, right? It's point five. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm ter- I'm so bad at math. I'm so sorry. Okay. This is like every episode I uh make us do a bunch of math at the end of the show. It's very <laughs> stupid. But you get a really nice uh rounded score for the movie. Yeah, for sure. Okay, category 5 is your overall score. So when you give your overall score, just leave us with your closing argument if you will or just thoughts, just something to leave the listener with and like what you thought about the movie and then give your score and I can and go it's... first or you can. I'll let you go first. Okay, sure. I think that this was 
uh, I love the special effects with the gore. I think the gore looks really good in this movie. I like the settings. It's pretty clean where it's just motel, restaurant, and uh, the house. Like it doesn't have all these big set pieces and move around. I thought the explosions were really stupid. I don't know why there was bombs going off. I, like I had already said a lot, I've already said a lot of this stuff, but just that, that, uh, characters are really unredeemable. It's a really bummer situation and like nothing good happens, which not like it's a horror movie, so it can be a, just a big bummer, but there has to be like some shred of humanity or like at least a little bit of light to contrast against the darkness. I think when you're making talent, trying to tell a story and have people root for your characters. Yeah. So for my overall score, I'm going to give it, um, all things considered, a, well, I'll give it a 0.6 because it's not, I don't want to fail the movie if we're doing American letter grades, but I, it's probably a D project to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, a person, in my opinion, I guess, like overall looking at the whole thing, it definitely wasn't masterfully thought up or made. Um, like there was not a lot of thought or skill put into it, but some, I think sometimes those movies can be really entertaining, um, yeah. in the right context. And personally, I, I, you know, I enjoyed myself watching it, but mm -hmm. I, like, I understood how not great it was. Um, I would give it like, I would give it like a 0.7. Like I would watch it again. Oh yeah. I watched it three times and I, I liked it more and more every time. Yeah, like it's it's fun to watch. It makes me laugh. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, it's really funny. Um, you know how everybody on Instagram is doing these uh, like top five or whatever things where they like it's like a blank thing. Mm -hmm. and they put their, someone, I, one of my friends put that this was one of their favorite horror movies. It was like their top five horror movies. I saw it on their list. It was like No One Lives. I was like, hey, I know that movie. I just watched it and I'm doing it for my podcast. It's really funny that this random person on Instagram loves this movie. That's perfect. Okay, so now we got to add up the score. All right. This is, are you ready? Drum roll, please. That's a drum roll, right? Um, okay, so we got 2.7 uh, out of 5. So it's 2.7. Uh, what did we say it was out of? Misa uh, how misogynistic the movie yeah, is. So it's 2.7% uh, misogynistic. It sounds like it'd be more than that. You'd think, but, yeah, you'd think, yeah, well, we hated, the, we hated it, so it got a low score. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, let me see if I can find the other movies, like but how like this ranks against the other ones. Ah, shit. I should have had this shit pulled up already, but it doesn't matter. 2.7 is not the lowest score we've seen on the show. I've definitely seen lower. Um, it seems um, like on par with the production company. Yeah, so point or 2.7 is um yeah, pretty average like the highest one we have is 3.85 or 3.9 is actually the highest we have, which That's is impressive. Yeah, I think Matt and I on that one it was pure country pure heart which is like his country movie i think we were being a little too nice but that's okay the worst one we have is 12 rounds three lockdown which is one point oh no the worst one we have is arm response 1.68 mm. i mean it sounds bad oh arm response is terrible wesley snipes is in it and it's like about oh. 
this like computer that gets taken over by this like Al Qaeda ghost girl who like was murdered by the military and then gets trying to like kill people through the like Pentagon security. <laughs> that sounds kind of good. It's definitely crazy. You should watch it if you are intrigued by that plot. Uh, cool. Well, that's really all that I have. Um, did you want to plug anything before you go, like your Instagram or anything? You don't have to either. Just an offer. Thank you for offering. Um, yeah, my Instagram is Jack dot Johnson with no O's. Yes. That's the best way I can think to I, say it out loud. I think that's pretty clear. I mean, yeah. I'm just it out. in my mind's eye right now. Yeah, thank you. Well, yeah, that's all I've got to plug. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, well, thanks for coming and doing it. Thanks for picking this movie. Yeah, I was, I was glad to pick, like, the, the defining movie in this podcast. Yeah, this is, like, the genesis. This movie, this is huge. This is really... But, yeah. Perfect. It, yeah, I'm glad you could do it under these... Uh, weird circumstances next time we do it hopefully we can actually record like together with my other microphones like on the actual like face-to-face that'd be nice that would be fun yeah that would but there's many more movies to go so we can definitely do that at some point right yeah talking through zoom is never the same it's not the same you don't get the same like i don't know rhythm you get with like real conversation you can't get like you can't achieve the same rapport not at all but that's okay We'll try again. We'll, you know, we'll really, we'll get it next time. I think it went well overall. Yeah, yeah. Better content is on the way. (laughs) This is the peak, everyone. This is peak (laughs) content right here. (laughs) Cool. Well, thanks for listening. If you have any inquiries or questions or anything, you can email me at mmnrpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Matt Brown for our theme song. And... I will see everybody. I'll see none of you ever, but you can hear me on the next episode. So thanks. Goodbye. This has been a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast.